The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Welcome to tonight's show, where we'll be diving into the art of truth with a very special guest, the one and only conspiracy music guru, Alex Michael. As the mastermind behind the conspiracy music guru, Alex uses music to expose the world's greatest deceptions with lyrics that inform and teach. His music covers a wide range of genres, from comedic country to healing instrumentals, all with a focus on conveying truth-filled messages and delivering natural 432 hertz vibrations that have a profound impact on his fans. In this interview, we'll be exploring the transformative power of conscious music and its ability to awaken minds and challenge conventional thinking. Alex is a leading voice in the world of conspiracy theories and conscious music, and he'll share his insights into the power of music as a tool for exposing truth and promoting healing. We'll dive deep into the controversial topic of the flat earth and how Alex uses his comedic country music to challenge beliefs and uncover truth. We'll also explore the healing potential of music and how Alex's instrumental work, such as his album, True Solfeggio, can deliver a natural vibration that resonates with listeners. So if you want to question everything you thought you knew, don't go anywhere. Welcome to Veritas. If this is your first time listening, welcome home. To access tonight's full interview and all of our exclusive material, simply join the Veritas Plus family by clicking on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And while you're there, don't forget to check out the Veritas store for a range of great products, including focused life force energy. Experience the power of FLFE with a 15-day free trial today. No credit card required. We're excited to announce the launch of our brand new Veritas Plus Insider, your source for exclusive news and insights you won't find anywhere else. If you're looking to get in touch with Mel, have a guest suggestion, or would like to provide feedback, simply click on the contact button on our website. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's show. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. And be sure to check out Alex's website, conspiracymusicguru.com. And directly from Alicante, Spain, I'd like to welcome the conspiracy music guru himself, Alex Michael. Hello, Alex, and welcome to Veritas. Hello, Mel. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, as I said before we came on, your voice is very familiar to me. I've been a, a big fan of your work and what you do for, for, for many years now. I uh, I remember distinctly your your interview with Eric Dubay back in, oh, oh God, when was that, 2016? It was yeah. somewhere around that time. It was, it was a very pivotal pivotal interview for me and uh, that was the interview I wanted to share with so many people but back then people just weren't ready for that kind of information and I wasn't quite ready I was still doubting it at that point it was like so difficult for me to let go of this heliocentric model that I'd been you know entrained to believe for so many years so it was very difficult for me to let go of the ball and then uh, that interview was very pivotal for me and um, it's been a wild journey man but uh, yeah no I, I, I digress thank you for having me on and thanks for the platform man I'm, I'm looking forward to the uh, to the conversation I'm honored to hear that especially coming from you I've been following your work for years as well but yeah remember 2016 as the year 
where this was dropped. Let's just start with this anyway. Uh, this is probably the most controversial topic I discuss. We have people from both sides, people who love it, people who hate it. But as I've always promised, I will seek the truth no matter how much it hurts. In 2016, so many people were contacting me. Hey, you need to discuss this topic. And I was thinking, probably like you, this is, bu- come on, give me a break. I've been seeing this globe on my, uh, you know, elementary school. The first thing you see is the globe and uh, and the stars and the sun and the moon and, and the distance and, and 66,000 miles an hour, all those things, right? You're so programmed. You're so innately programmed. And so many people just gave me stuff that I just discounted. But then in silent just like I did with 9-11, I started looking into it myself. And as I always say, I'm a globe skeptic. And I started looking into it. And so many people unfriended me. So many people unsubscribed. And then many people who did that, a couple of years later, came back saying, guess what, Mel, I apologize. But I'm now one of them as well. So it's, it's, it, it's transformative. And with your music, Alex, that's the universal language. People who love music... They don't care about the topic, but when they, then you inject those lyrics, have you converted a lot of people into it? Yeah, I mean, I even have um, globe heads, whatever you want to call them, normies or, or you know, people that believe that they live on the globe. And they, they say, look, I, I don't believe in a word you're saying, but I really like the music. So that that's even though they've kind of rejected the message, the music has still gone in. It's still settled with them. And there's something in their subconscious that can that can remember those catchy hooks that I'm very good at. I'm very good at catchy. So I know that they're coming back and they'll go, oh, he did make a few points there. And visually, I'm making a lot of points as well and exposing, exposing, you know, the NASA fakery with green screens and harnesses and that. So even though they might not initially initially reject the lyrics, they're like, ah, I do like this. There's something to it, you know. So, But that's just the globers. But, you know, the people that are more sort of open-minded and more critically thinkers, they're, they're, they're like, you know, I've changed people's worlds. I've changed people's lives. I've changed people's paradigms. I'm now, you know, teaching children as well. Mothers have, have contacted me saying I use, because my stuff is very, you know, catchy and I'm very animated in the videos. Mothers have told me that they use my videos to educate their children. So it's now being used as, a, as, as this teaching tool, which I never really saw right at the beginning. I never saw that, but it is, it's definitely a teaching tool and it's definitely moving minds. And at the very, very least, it's planting seeds. And I refer to my Flat Earth Man album as a bag of seeds. It's so catchy. You can't really escape the choruses. They just sort of, you know, stick in your head and I'm making really good points in a catchy chorus. And it's just, you know, you just plant, I'm just musically planting those seeds with a five minute song, something, you know, like a two-hour documentary people don't want to watch two-hour documentaries anymore they don't have the attention span no. for it so if, if 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 you can send them a five-minute funny song and if you can remove that comedic satirical you know comedy you know then there's some real paradigm shattering information within those lyrics it's whether you can see it or not you know aside from the obvious because you are obviously a, a, an incredibly talented individual i mean i, I think you play all the instruments in your uh, albums, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a complete one man band, and uh, wow. I kind of like it that way. I, I've 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 done the bands, and I've done the pubs, and the clubs, and I've done all that, and I've worked with other musicians, and I've always struggled with it because I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and I have very good ears, and I can hear when something is instantly off 
from a tuning perspective or yeah. a timing perspective, and it aggravates me. So I'm a very much of a control freak. So I, I, I'm now, you know, I'm no master on the guitar. I'm no master on the drums or the piano, or I'm no master singer, but I'm like a, a jack of all trades. You know, I've got enough ingredients to put into a meal so that I can play a bit of bass. I can play a bit of guitar. I can do a bit of harmonies. I can do a bit of vocals and I can do a bit of production. I can just about do it all to, you know, put my message across. So, yeah, I, I love being in control of every aspect that goes into it. And um, so there's no, there's not too many cooks spoiling the, the broth, so to speak. So it's like, um, yeah, I love being in control of every aspect. I find it very difficult to work with other musicians because I've done it before. So, you know, the only option I have is like you just learn these instruments yourself and do it all myself, all myself and all the video editing I do myself as well. So I'm just sort of stuck in my little man cave here, my little creative space and, you know, it's basically every song that I come out, it's just my, every song that I release is my evolution as a, a, a just my learning goes into my music. But I've said before, people don't necessarily listen to talking heads, but they love a message being conveyed through music, you know? Yeah. So that's the, that's the way I use, I use music to communicate. So my music is just basically my, my awakening in, in, in music form. I think you're humble because you're incredibly talented. I mean, I listen to every single instrument for example true solfeggio which i've been listening for the last two days you know the, the the keyboards the piano the synthesizers the guitar the bass i mean it's all there in unison and and i thought to myself he must be the one playing this because every single thing is in sync you see sometimes when they have you have multiple people you can hear mistakes here and there but you're obviously a perfectionist especially also with your creative style when you make those videos You inject so much humor that even if people don't like what you're saying, they're going to be entertained by what you're saying. It's comedy is, is, is so good for putting this message across. You can get away with a lot more when you're using comedy. You know, Jim Brewer is a, is a good example of that. He yes. can stand up and, uh, you know, he's, he's relaying these conscious messages. But of course, you know, the unconscious people will say it's just a joke. It's just comedy. You know, it's just a stand up routine. And some people look at my music. Oh, it's just a song. It's just a character. But of course, there's way, way, way more to it than that. And uh, if you have the eyes to see, you can see, you can start dissecting the lyrics and start researching what I'm saying. And then, you know, like I said before, there's some paradigm shattering information in there. But I think using that comedic surface layer if you like it just makes the medicine go down a little easier rather than me being you know this talking head that's telling everybody that the world is screwed and we're all doomed you know i would much rather go through life you know with a laugh and a joke and making comedic songs you know to you know because the other option is is being is, is a depressing one absolutely and by the way we're going to talk about jim brewer later he's a, a an incredible comedian, stand-up comedian here in the United States. And he's gone, can I say, off the reservation, just like Rob Schneider as well. There's some people out there who, who have woken up to the truth and they, I don't want to say they have been marginalized, but perhaps they have been. We'll talk about that later. A lot of people don't know the background of the conspiracy music guru. I want to dissect who you are, where you came from, how do you get to learn to mix conspiracy with music. Give us your background, Alex, because a lot of people, I don't think they know about it. 
Oh, gosh. Uh, my father was an organist and uh, he was in a band with his brothers, all my uncles. They were in a band called Unity back in the 70s, late 70s and early 80s. I was born in 72. So there was there was always a piano or an organ in the house. So I started to sort of, you know, as we say, tinkle on the ivories at the very early age of four, learning some simple songs. By the time I was eight, I did my first gig in an old people's home playing uh, Christmas songs to a bunch of old age pensioners. And um, they, they went round with the glass to, to, to tip the pianist, if you like. And uh, when that glass had reached me, it had eight pounds in it. And I was an eight year old kid and I had eight quid for playing the piano for half an hour. I was like, oh, my God, I could, I could actually make some money doing this. No wonder my dad does it. You know, it's kind of like that. And uh, that's when I got the bug for music and I uh, just continued playing the piano and the the keyboard and I would you know do gigs in pubs and clubs but just with my little keyboard and then uh, at the age of 21 which is quite late to start picking up the guitar I saw a guitar and I just why haven't I not thought to pick that thing up you know so I started to play the guitar and I started figuring out a few chords never had a lesson in my life a few YouTube videos wow. from beginner you know a few beginner videos and that sort of thing and I just naturally picked it up I can't read music if you put music in front of me, it'd be like putting a sheet of Korean in front of me. I just couldn't <laughs> read it. I've, I've, I've never, I've, I've just, that's too left brained for me. I can't, you know, I can't do that. So I just have to sort of really feel my way around an instrument. And once you can play the once you can play the keyboard and the organ, you kind of know what chords are and you know what chords to go to and you know what chord structures are once you have that, you know, knowledge on a keyboard. So when you pick up a guitar, it's not too different. It's just your hands go in a different place. It's kind of a different learning curve, but at least, you know, you know what chords and things are a melody that sort of thing and once you pick up a, a guitar then well okay you can play the bass guitar because bass guitar's got only four strings whereas a normal guitar's got six strings so it's kind of less to do it's kind of easier so you know picking up the bass was very very easy to me and uh so i you know i could play i could sing as well i was very good at going to the pub and doing a karaoke in fact i was a karaoke compare for many years for my for my living i was a dj I've always been surrounded by by music, so at some point I, I wanted to start recording what I could do, and it was in sort of two thousand and sort of two thousand and ten maybe that I'd started you know downloading software to record you know my abilities, and I started a ringtone uh, factory uh, factory a company where I was making ringtones like these thirty second little um, jingles and um, melodies these very catchy little. 30 second pieces of music and that's kind of how I, I i learned my craft of how to be really catchy you know those catchy choruses that i do now came from those ringtones that i was making in 2010 um so you know once i know knew how to work production software and start singing into a microphone and uh, and looking at youtube videos of how to make it sound better and how to get all the instruments to work together in the sort of the frequency range and that's sort of then i started learning production and adding harmonies and thickening the vocals and that sort of thing and this was by the time i got to about 2012 i, I was fairly competent almost you know i was doing very very basic stuff on a pc and then 2000 in, in 2012 the whole 9-11 narrative hit me. Like I woke up to that. That was the catalyst that got me into truth. And that was at the point where I was like, holy crap. My whole, my whole paradigm just shattered at that point, really. And uh, then I was just obsessed with truth for a good few years. And then finally I had something of worth, something that I, you know, instead of singing those cover songs and love songs and breakup songs in pubs that I was doing, I finally had something that of real substance to put into, to put into music. And that really kind of spurred me on like a creative burst. And I really wanted to learn production at a, a higher level and learn to, you know, just learn to make a, a full song really, instead of a 30 second ringtone. 
And uh, by sort of 2016, Flat Earth hit me. And by 2017, um, there was a lot of disruption in my life around that time. So I wasn't doing too much uh, studio stuff. But by the time I moved to Spain, 2017, I opened my little home studio. And that's when I finally had the confidence to to move away from the ringtones, to start producing actual songs that actually had a message, something of worth. And my first song was in the first song I released was in 2017. It was called Flat Earth Man. And it was I kind of hid behind a country character. I kind of hid behind this voice because I didn't want everybody to know that I was a flat earther at that point, you know. So I kind of hid behind the comedy, hid behind the character and released that song, not expecting anybody to resonate with it at all. But of course, the the whole, you know, flat earth community picked up on it and they they, they gave me this, you know, a huge bit of recognition and a pat on the back and said they wanted more. So that one song turned into two, turned into three, turned into four songs. And, you know, then I started learning green screen. And then before you know it, I had an album. And before you know it, I'm I'm traveling to Denver to headline at the Flat Earth International Conference. And it's just been such a whirlwind from from, from 2012 when I first started waking up and now, you know, kind of using my skills for good in a way. It's it's, it's nice to to contribute to this 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 awakening. You know, I'm I'm the uh the the battlefield drummer, if you like, I'm the I'm the sound I'm part of the soundtrack of truth, which I love. That's incredible. And was this a side hustle for you all your life, or did you have a different profession as well? Oh, I've done the normal jobs. I, they they didn't they didn't re- resonate with me at all. I mean, I've done the you know working on a, a factory floor. You know, I was a carpenter for a while, and uh, I fitted kitchens. I've stacked shelves in supermarkets, and that just felt so 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 wrong for me. You know, doing those you know clocking in, punching in, and punching out, and someone with a clipboard with a white coat telling me you know when I should eat my lunch and when I should wash my hands and all of those kind of things. It just felt like um, it felt like a prison for me. I was not free to do what I wanted to do. So I'm glad I left that old life behind because now I'm I'm doing what I want to do. You know, I'm, I'm not a slave to anyone. I'm doing what I love, you know. So I, I did normal jobs, and I, but not for long. But most most of my most of my jobs, most of the way I uh, I made a living in most of my adult life was through DJing or karaoke compare or being, you know, doing the weddings and the uh, the birthday parties, mobile discos, that kind of thing, or the acoustic guitarist in the corner of the pub or the singer, you know. So and I've always loved doing that. That's where I did my apprenticeship in the, in the pubs and the clubs. But now I don't have all those drunk people around me anymore. It's quite <laughs> nice. I just have my studio, and my guitars, and nobody you know shouting in my face going saying can you play some Beatles mate you know that sort of stuff so no more drunken people just me in my studio with my guitars me getting creative with a with a with a powerful message curious why Alicante you moved from the UK to Spain right yeah well I mean I mean the you I always felt I was born in the wrong country the UK never resonated with me. I've always liked that, you know, we were treated to maybe four or five weeks of sunshine in the UK. And I used to love those four or five weeks. I was always outside barefoot. But the rest of the year was just so grey and pissy and rainy and horrible and cold. And I just hated it, absolutely hated it. And my wife and I came to Alicante, Spain for a holiday. And I just fell in love with the weather, the temperature, the landscape. And because we had an online business selling the ringtones, it's like, well, we only need, we, we was working from the internet. That was our job. We, it could be very mobile. We thought, well, why don't we just pick up and go to Spain and see how it resonates, if we like it, you know, let's just rent a place there, see if we like it. So we did. We rented for six months. And we thought, yeah, we could we could stay here. It's incredible. Where I live in northern Alicante, we are treated to 300 to 320 days of sunshine yeah. a year, which is just like a chasm apart from the weather that we had in the UK, which is just a two-hour flight north. 
the difference in weather is just incredible. So uh, I just absolutely love it here. I have a year-round tan. I'm walking around barefoot. I've got my little studio here. And just like, I, I will never leave this place. It's so beautiful. If if you can just, you know, ignore the tyranny for five minutes, I mean, it's, it's all around. You can't escape that. But I, I'd much rather deal with that kind of thing when you've got uh, everyday sunshine. What led you to become interested in conspiracy theories in the first place? Was it 9-11? Yeah, that was that was the real catalyst that got me into it. Once I, uh, a friend came into the studio and he showed me um, a video on YouTube. He typed in something like, I don't know, 9-11 Pentagon missile or something like that. And, that was uh, it saw, for me. Yeah, that was, that was it for you. Oh, right. That's interesting. Yeah, that, that, that when I saw that, it was like, oh, okay, that's clearly not a plane. And uh, so that really got me. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.